Hey guys, I'm back and I'm doing my review for the Real Housewives of Atlanta reunion part two. They could have saved this reunion. Honestly, one and two have been terrible and I'm not going to get my hopes up for part three. Honestly, um, I was looking on Twitter last night, a lot of commentary about how Marlo is getting a pass. She's not getting her feet, not being held to the fire for the things that she has said. She's doing damage control. It's just been a real like, you know, we understand that Marlo has had a lot of trauma in her life. We understand that Marlo has experienced some unfortunate uh, situations and yet she has triumphed and, and she's doing better for herself. So we get all of that. Uh, but as far as the things that she has says, said, that is unacceptable. And, I'm, and I just feel as though Andy's given her a pass. We're not getting what we need to get. And that is, look, Marlo, you've said a lot of terrible things. And you think that if you just apologize, and it wasn't even shown that she apologized. Candy mentioned on Watch What Happens Live that Marlo started the reunion apologizing. You, look, I believe Marlo went to an image consultant or a PR person, somebody who understands how to redesign your brand and your image. I believe that Marlo spoke to someone or someone's plural that could say, hey, look, we saw you on the show this season. It was not a good look. You were really vile. You was ugly, this and you were that. We need to use the reunion as a chance to redo your image because what you put out there was pretty bad. And we're going to utilize the fact that you've gone through so much during your childhood. I was like, okay, mm, all right, then here we go. Because it's very obvious. It's very rehearsed. It's very, uh, she's giving very rehearsed and she's giving, if I put my trauma out there, then they won't come at me so hard. And this is why you get all the different eye rolls, at least on the OG side of the fence. So anyway, um, so we're still talking about what she's gone through. And Candy brings up a really good point. She said, just given what you've gone through, how you've grown up, in particular that last home, that first home you went to, where you know you walked in, it was a beautiful home, nice circular driveway. It was great. You thought this was going to be it. And then all of a sudden you come home from school one day and the mother is, the foster mom is like, no, you can't stay here because my daughter is feeling like she's not getting adequate enough attention, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow. And she said, and the way that you did your nephews, you know, it's surprising that you would put your nephews through that very same thing. Here they come to what seems to be like a dream home. It's beautiful. you got the access to so many private schools and so many nice things and yet you put them out so all marlo goes she was like well you know it was the wording i shouldn't have used the word you know i put them out or get out or whatever it was all about the wording and things like that it's not about the wording it's the fact that you did it and they you know um they kind of replay what Candy said about putting her emotions to the side and, 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 and at the forefront, she needed to be there for her nephews. And Marlo goes through, well, you know, when you're a foster parent, you, you actually get the opportunity to go through foster classes and they tell you how to deal with children who have gone through trauma and this and that. I never went through those kind of classes. 
you know, again, she's providing excuses while I understand. Now, what I will say this, I understand that Marlo, this situation was kind of an abrupt situation. It wasn't part of her plan. Marlo does not have any children. Marlo's never probably planning on ever having to take care of her nephews. That was not part of the plan. So it was an adjustment. And this is why I do agree, like Marlo absolutely needed um, time to adjust herself. And and no, I don't think that she should put her feelings to the side. This is a big deal. She's not got one, but two teenage boys to deal with. It's not easy. And they've been dealing with a lot because their mom is in, uh, she's incarcerated. Then we get, you know, uh, talk about Marlo's sister. I thought it was the sister that took care of the sister that took care of the boys for those 30 days. But uh, when Marlo said, you know, and, uh, Andy said, have you spoken to your sister? And, and Marlo said, no, I have not spoken to my sister. And I was like, what's the deal with that? How can you have spoken to your sister? And someone else had sent me a uh, message um, on Twitter. It was like, she, they're probably talking about the one that's in prison. And I said, oh, okay. Then I didn't really think about that. But again, that whole situation, you know, Marlo is, is chalking it up to me, well, I used the wrong wording. No, it's not about the wording per se. It's about the action in itself. You literally told, you literally got rid of those boys for, for 30 days, telling them you need a reset, as if that was, that's supposed to exonerate you from your, again, wrongdoing. You know, again, you're not being held accountable for your actions. So we get off of Marlo for a few seconds and we get on Sonia and her uh, wanting to or not wanting to initially have another child. And Sonia says, hey, look, I did want to have another child with my husband, but, you know, at the time, I just didn't feel as though Ross would be there for this situation, you know, for the second time around. Like he really wasn't as hands on the first time around. And I didn't want to go through this again. I just didn't I just didn't feel comfortable with that. I just didn't want to go through that again. And um, she said, I never not wanted to have a second child. I needed support. And the support was not there the first time. And so then they talked about what Drew said in regards to Sonia trying to decide on having a child. And Sonia was upset with Drew's response on Watch What Happens Live because Drew was saying, oh, well, you know, when you're married, you want to make sure that you make your husband happy and that you are uh, uh, doing what needs to be done to keep him happy or something along those lines. Basically, she was saying on Watch What Happens Live that Sonia should go ahead and just have another baby because her husband wants it. And Drew did not, you know, and then Drew saying on stage, oh no, that's not exactly what I meant. I didn't mean it like that, you know. And Sonia said, see, I don't like the way you double down. I didn't care for that either. I will definitely say that I was not in favor of the way Drew tried to double down. Drew was backhand, backstepping on what she said. So, Drew, you did make it seem as though, based on your wording, that it's, you know, if the husband wants another child, then Sonya should go ahead and have another child. Here go Drew talking about some, oh, well, you know, I, I you know, you know, it's, I talked about her own personal things and medical reasons and things of that nature, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and she said, maybe that's the only reason why you wouldn't is because of medical reasons. And that's not it. And someone was like, it's nothing. It's not about medical reasons. It's about the, having the support there. So sometimes Drew gets caught up in these situations and she says one thing. And then when 
she gets put on the spot. She tries to double down. Well, that's not really what I meant, girl. You meant what you said. You said what you meant, girl. Leave it. Just leave it there, Drew. Just leave it there. So then we get to talking about um, how long it took Sheree to come out with her line, 14 years, this and that. We find out Candy got her own mer merch out there with the whole girl I'm, 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 girl I'm worldwide. Instead of saying girl said the B word, I can cuss on here. But anyway, and Drew got some merchandise out and, you know, they're kind of throwing shade over at Sh uh, uh, Sheree because it took her 14 years to do what she needed to do as far as her She by Sheree line. Now, again, this was filmed four or five episodes prior to the final episode or the season finale. So just think if this had been filmed after the season finale, okay, how this day would have really just lit Sheree up. I'm certain of it. And again, the whole thing is with, um, uh, with uh, uh, Sheree and this 14 years and people, you know, Sheree's like, you know, uh, she really didn't have a good excuse. Let's just be honest. She didn't have a good excuse. She's pushing this line as being a, a boutique, not boutique, a designer line by her, and she's not a designer. So, I mean, I was just over that conversation about the whole sheet by Sheree and all of that. We're just done with that situation. Then we get into the situation between Marlo versus Kenya. How come they don't get along? And one thing that was not played, which I can't understand why the producers didn't want to show it. One of the things that they played was the fact that Marlo had talked poorly about Brooklyn, said some very negative things about Brooklyn. And so that was not played on, on camera, but that was definitely in the mix of why Kenya just doesn't see it for Marlo and she doesn't trust Marlo. Yes, it does stem back to a time when Marlo made those horrible remarks about Kenya's mother rejecting her and all of that. Marlo acts like that's not it. Marlo's like, I don't understand. And, you know, Kenya just, you know, doesn't just doesn't want to accept me or something, something crazy. Marlo, you said some horrible things and you can't really take it back. And then Kenya said, you know, Marlo will say, oh, I'm sorry. I'm apologetic. And then turn around and just be nice, nasty or just flat out nasty. And that's just a habit that uh, Marlo has made. So I would say Kenya's been an angel because she absolutely has not been an angel, but it's hard to trust her. Because there was a, a, a very short time where Kenya and Marlo did make up. They seemed to be okay. That was, was the last season. But this season, they back on, you know, it's just, they're back on being negative yet again. And so they went back and forth, back and forth. And finally, Kenya was like, look, you're not, you know, uh, uh, she called about her government name, I guess. I forget what it is. But anyway, she said, Marlo's not even your real name. You're fake. You're fraud. You're this and you're that. Then she brought up about what Marlo went to prison for and, or jail for. Because Marlo's like, I was in county jail, not prison. You know, you got to make that distinction because that, that makes a difference. Uh, and the whole thing about, because Andy was like, well, what exactly did you go to jail for? And Marlo's like, look, you know, after I got put out of my last foster home, whatever. I started hanging around with the wrong crowd. I was at a club one night. Uh, this girl and I got into it. And that's what, you know, and, and then Kenny was like, oh yeah, and you disfigured her face. Ultimately, this young lady, you know, unfortunately, Pat, you know, took her own life and has been, you know, stated that she had taken her own life as a result of disfiguring. So, you know, so, and, Ken, and and Marlo still tried to make an excuse for it. You know, she still tried to make it seem as though 
I was just in a bad space. You know, again, not being her feet, not being put to the fire and all of that. I really wish they would have talked about the conversation about what she said about Brooklyn. You know, I, I really wish because I just feel like she's just getting a pass. I feel like Marlo's getting a pass and I'm not really caring for that at all. Then we go to, we get a call. We talked about Sheree and, and Martell. For some reason, Martell calls. I don't even understand what that was about. It just came out of nowhere. We don't care. We, we really just don't care. Martell and her, I don't even think that's a real couple. I don't think Martell wants to date an older woman. He, you know, I just don't think he's interested in an older woman. I think it's all publicity, and that's just that. They talked about Kenya dating, and Kenya was like, well, I'm dating. Because, you know, first asked about the, the divorce. Divorce is still going on for reasons unknown. Uh, Andy was like, well, is it because he wants money? Like, what exactly is it? And she said, no, he doesn't want money. It's just no one's making a move. I'm like, the move is to get divorced, right? I don't get it. I, it still was not clear as to what was holding. It's got to be something holding it up. Is it you say he doesn't want money? Well, then what is it? What what does he want that's obviously holding a situation up? You know, you're playing the audience for stupid to think that okay, if there's no contesting the divorce, then it would just go on through. Clearly, there are some significant things going on to stop this divorce from going through. Something. So anyway, um, then we talk about uh, Kenya dating and she's dating whatever and doing group dating or something like that. And Andy said, are you in a throuple? And she was like, no, I'm not in a throuple. Then he brings up about the guy that was in Jamaica that came to dinner um, with them that they met in Jamaica. And like, oh, he ended up ghosting her. She was like, no, he just went to the bathroom. It just came off as if he ghosted me. But no, he, he literally did come back to the dinner table and then Andy was like, well, did anything happen after that? And she was like, you know, really coy with it. No, even if they did, who cares? She's grown and she's seemingly estranged single, if you will. So then we get on with, um, what's the next thing we get on with? We get on with, oh, the whole Ross versus Kenya situation and Sheree which stemmed from the whole thing with Sheree and, 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 and Kenya not being there on the iFit photo shoot. <laughs> and it was like, well, if, it had, if I had a choice between the iFit photo shoot and going on a boat and just hanging out, I'd have been on the boat hanging out. Because <laughs> I'd have been like, why would I need to be on a photo shoot? I mean, seriously, I don't care. You know, photo shoots are not exciting. If you have been on one, for, I've been on magazine photo shoots before, and child, that is not it. It's a long day. It's a lot of retakes. It's a lot of, you know, costume changes or whatever. It's just a lot of work. It's a work, work, work. It's not glamorous. It's not fun. I've been on the boat hanging out, having drinks. So I don't blame Andy for that, although he did shave the iFit thing. So, you know, Kenya's thing was I really wanted to go because the first day, her first situation, I was not able to make it. I wanted to go the second day. For whatever reason, it still wasn't clear to me. How is it that Sheree and Kenya missed this bus if the bus, there was a schedule for the bus. There was a schedule events. There was a time to come to the bus. How would they both miss the bus if they knew what time to be there? They come downstairs, bus is gone. So... How, I, I, don't, I don't understand that. That was not clearly stated. Then we get to the whole Ross situation. And many of us 
felt as though Ross was out of order, being aggressive, this and that and the third. Come to find out, Sonya was like, well, Ross was just tired of the back and forth between Kenyon Sheree and myself. He was, you know, it had been going on for quite some time and Ross just started to get up. He did not cuss everybody out. He was just like, I'm just, you know, we're going to have to dead this whole situation. It was not what it seemed to be on camera. And Kenya was in agreement. He, you know, he was not coming at either one of them specifically. He was just over the situation, the constant bickering and back and forth. Okay. Glad to hear that. So then we get on, what's the other one? We get on the situation with, um, what's his name? We get on the situation with um, Drew and this assistant, Anthony, and I'm just not really interested in giving it a whole lot of shine. I mean, for, for you know, Anthony has been messy, this so-called Anthony, whoever he is. And whether or not Anthony was, had, did he work for Sheree or not? Did he spread rumors about um, supposedly Ralph being gay? Okay, I, child, they put Anthony on the phone. Anthony was like, oh, no, I never said that. I was never Sheree's assistant. I wasn't Drew's assistant. I'm like, what? Are you kidding me? I, you know what? It was just Anthony has been in a lot of different headlines and messiness. I heard he was associated with the whole rumor. If you ever watch Basketball Wives, Something about spreading room by Malaysia, not being a good mom. And now we got him on here talking, supposedly, allegedly. I, child, look, I'm over the whole Anthony situation. Don't care. Um, anyway, uh, we didn't talk about really going to the trip up that, that um, Marlo planned for them. So I'm guessing that's going to be the last part of um, part three. They don't need three parts. They, they really don't need three parts. They don't. And because we, we're just, I just don't feel like Marlo is being held accountable for the things she has said. Anybody else on that stage, if Kenya had to behave that way, and Kenya's had some bad behavior, and Kenya has been held accountable each and every time. But this time around, it's like Marlo... I, like I said, I think she spoke to a PR specialist, whoever, to talk about how to redo her image, whatever. Do I think Marlo's coming back next season? I do. I think that Marlo's caused a lot of talk and controversy enough for her to come back. We already know Candy's coming back. Now, I don't know about the rest of the ladies. We already know Candy's returning. Um, I believe Drew's going to return. I even believe Sonya. I think the cast is going to remain as such. I don't think they're going to change up the cast. If anybody might be on the chopping block, perhaps it might be Sheree. If anybody's on the chopping block, I'm going to say possibly Sheree. And only because what else? Well, there's a lot that she could talk about. I guess she could talk more about her personal life and her growing up possibly. But other than that, I'm just she's the only person I can see potentially not returning. But anyway, that's my review. I'll come back to you guys uh, with um, Mary Tumazin a little bit later. Talk to you guys later. Peace.